Welcome to Previously Engaged, a podcast about weddings, relationship advice, and our journey towards marriage. I'm Jessica, and I'm marrying Tyler. And I'm Tyler, and I'm marrying Jessica. Today's episode is about premarital counseling, what it means to be soulmates, uh, our journey and process in sweating for the wedding, and we're also going to have some guests come talk about their marriage. Super exciting. Something we've been talking about wanting to continue doing on the show. Well, you say talking about doing it like, oh, in this grand plan, but this is only our second episode. So. Yeah, but we talk. We've been talking about for a week. So. We, that's, we plan so many things. Many. Many. Yeah. Some you'll never even hear about. Because we'll probably stop doing the podcast. No. Yeah. <laughs> that's no. not the reason at all. Yeah. So how was, uh, how was our week? How was your week? My week was good. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't started classes yet. I'm a graduate student, so uh, my work is related to classes. My classes are obviously related to classes. So your when classes, classes are related to work, and your work is classes. And yeah, it, it, sure. it's cyclical. And mm-hmm. um, when no school is in, no work is in, and I get to hang out and do nothing. It's a beautiful thing. It's great. I love having you at home. I, it's fun. I've been reading a lot more, like mm-hmm. fun books. Um, not that the things I read for school aren't fun, but just a different yeah, kind of fun. Yeah, pleasure reading. Mm-hmm. Right now, I'm reading All the Lights We Cannot See. Which you is, brought it over like people can see it. I, well, I wanted to make sure I had the title right. Um, yeah, and I was going to attempt to pronounce the author's name, but it's Anthony Doer? Doer, sure. It, you know, it's, yeah. D-O-E-R-R. So mm-hmm. if that's your last name, I apologize. Uh, for your grandparents, you can just tell them it's a green cover. Yep, and blue. Green, and greenish, blue. Green bluish. Blue. If you're colorblind, you can just say it's um, a color. Yeah. I guess. Or just tell them what the book is, I guess. Yeah, it's, it's called All the Light We Cannot <laughs> See. Um, anyway, it's a bestseller, um, and it's fantastic so far. I'm only like a fifth of the way through, but I love it. But it's so good to be able to take time and read. I know. I've missed that. I well, really and I have, have too. I got a Kindle Paperwhite from my mom for Christmas, yes. which was amazing. So I have I have a ton of books lined up on mm-hmm. it to read. And I like I haven't pleasure read in a really long time, like years and years. Yeah, really. which is such a shame because it's awesome to do. And I'm now on my third attempt at reading uh, The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Mm-hmm. Finally made it past the first chapter. <laughs> yeah, if you've read this book, you'll know what we're talking about because The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo is a great series. Mm-hmm. It's 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 better than the movies. Um, I haven't seen the Swedish ones. I've only mm-hmm. seen, like, the one American one. Obviously, it wasn't good enough for them to do more of them. So, <laughs> um, But they're really great books, but the first chapter, the first book is just very slow Mm -hmm. and not at all related to the rest of the book Mm -hmm. um but once you get through that it's awesome so yeah glad you're reading that i'm a big fan yeah sorry this whole talking about books thing books are really important to us like we like books and reading a lot uh we're actually trying to get some like literary themes uh, Mm -hmm. built into our wedding yep our uh our save the dates was a uh, library like do card <laughs> yeah it was really cute tyler designed it himself oh i was really impressed shucks yeah no it was really adorable <laughs> we had like little dates on it that said like jessica was born at this time tyler proposed on this day and mm-hmm. it was really cute also please excuse any jingling you hear that's our our cat has insisted in sitting on my desk as we try to do this yes i'm kind of surprised she's not like on the microphone she'll never stay there the whole time yeah but I mean, if you have a cat, you know that you can't tell it what to do. It's not like a dog. Mm-hmm. It, it insists on doing what it does. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. 
Anyway, so your week, you got to do a bunch of reading. I am, uh, I'm getting back into school for the first time in six years, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So that's really cool for me. I start uh, next week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, going for computer science. Yeah. Again, like I mentioned last week, something that I cannot understand at all. But I understand <laughs> academia, so I can help you with the study and the homework. But when it actually comes yeah, that's to the an important stuff, thing. that's that's on you. Yeah. Well, yeah, we'll make it work. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, two students in the house. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Um, and as far as our resolutions we made last week, mm-hmm. um, Tyler's apparently has been very conscious with the thanking me every day. <laughs> I have not been. I don't think I haven't been, like, thanking you, but it wasn't mm. an intentional thing. Sure. So I'm going to try and do that more. Um, but we haven't done glass blowing yet. Not yet, but we did find out there are several places in town that do it. Yes. So that's on the list. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of shocked. <laughs> For as small as Lubbock pretends to be, yeah. they have a lot of things. Yeah. Okay, so we had thanking each other mm-hmm. once a day. We had... Trying something new, new once a month, once a quarter. quarter. Okay, and, there, and was then one more. there was one more. We should listen. We should have to written our show. them down. Yeah. Well, I think we listened to our show, but only through like the first two minutes, just to be like, "It recorded." <laughs> Great. Moving on. Because after yeah. all, you don't want to listen to your own voice. Very true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm sure we'll figure out what that other thing is, and uh, we'll, we'll do that. Yeah. We'll let you know <laughs> <laughs> when that happens. Anyway, the first thing that we wanted to talk about was what we've been doing uh, as far as not so much wedding planning, but kind of like marriage prep Mm -hmm. um, was an online premarital counseling course. Yes. Uh, Because we live in the state of Texas. We're getting married in the state of Florida. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that limits our options as far as um, if you legally in the state of Florida want to get a discount on your marriage license, you have to go through like a pre-approved um, either premarital counseling course or marriage counseling with a therapist or mm-hmm. with a pastor. Um, and, you know, we're not in Florida, so we can't do it there in person. We can't do it in Texas. So we did the online thing. Yeah. Um, which is really great that that's an option. It's very handy. Um, so now we're saving money on our marriage license. We Boom. Uh, yep. We uh, are waiving the there's a three-day waiting period in florida Mm -hmm. um so since we live out of town it'd be kind of hard for us to get our marriage license more than three days ahead of when we're getting married um i hear that marriage licenses are important licensees they're important for getting married you know so yeah we kind of want to prioritize doing that Mm -hmm. um (laughs) so so we're we're by taking this course we can just like pop in and be like hey give me that thanks and then they're like I do, boom, married, same day. Perfect. Um, in and out. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I mean, we're not getting married in a courthouse, so it's not literally, like, in and out, but, right. you know. So, yeah, so we've been doing this course. Um, the one we're doing, there's several online marriage counseling courses. The mm-hmm. one we're doing is at floridamarriageprep.com by Dr. Tabitha Johnson. Mm-hmm. Um and I was really particular on looking at who, like, was doing it. I'm like, oh, this is, person has a Ph.D., they went to Florida State, they've done all these uh, fellowships and talks, and okay, so I, I trust them. Whereas Tyler's just like, does their website look good? <laughs> you know? is it That's easy a to huge navigate? thing for me because, yeah. you know, you if we're doing an online course, we want it to be 
at least reasonably easy to figure out yeah. how to do things. I know. But it's just funny, the, the things we value. We have very different priorities. Yes, yes. The yeah. great-looking website, yeah. if, if you go on there. Um, but, yeah, it's it's been fun. Um, because we've been together for eight years, we kind of know a lot about each other. We've talked a lot about marriage and our expectations. Um, there aren't a whole lot of surprises. Um, yeah. We've been living together for two, almost three years, so mm-hmm. we know each other pretty well. Um so, but this is nice to be able to talk about um, some different conversations that maybe wouldn't wouldn't have thought of in that light. Um, like one of the cool things we had a discussion on is what were some of your positive models for marriage growing up. Um, I mean, that's just something you don't think to talk about on your own. Um, Sorry, give us just a second. Okay. Sorry about that. <laughs> we had to do a little repositioning because our cat was uh, not being cooperative. It happens. Yeah. Um, anyway, as we, as we were saying. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, that's something that we've been working on the past week. Um, and uh, it's it's a good thing for relationships in general. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, technically we're not saving a whole lot of money because you have to buy the course. Yeah, you have to pay for the course. And, but you get a discount, so, you know. Well, and then the helpful thing for us, really, the, the reason that prompted us to want to do it or to need to do it really is because we were not able to come into town the required amount of days before you need because there's that waiting period. Right, right. Um, but we've found that it is, uh, I won't say that it's helping us discover crazy things that we didn't know. Yeah, it's not like, whoa, you have a twin brother? How did I not know that this whole time? What? Yeah. You never so talked it's about not like It's not very revelatory or anything, yeah. but it is uh, reinforcing. And it's, yeah, you know, it feels like, okay, good. I feel good that we've talked about this, even though we may not ever have needed to talk about it. Saying it out loud feels really good. Yeah, it's like... If anyone ever said, oh, have you ever talked about, um, I don't know, your expectations for your careers? Who is going to uh, be the primary caregiver? Who's going to be uh, kind of in charge of, like, bills and finances? Who's going to be cleaning the house? We can say, yeah, we've had that conversation. Um, A lot of these things we've already had conversations, so it's more of, like, a nice pat on the back. Um, Like, well done. (laughs) We... We didn't just, like, decide to get married one day. This was a plan. This was a <laughs> conversation over years. This was a good decision. <laughs> we, we know what we're doing. Um, and I think I had a lot of anxiety about that because uh, my parents were al- not older when they got married, but they got married in the 80s, mm-hmm. and they were in their late 20s, early 30s, mm-hmm. which is kind of older for that time period. Right. And nowadays... People are getting married. Um, the average age for women is 27, for men, 29. Mm. Um, it might be even a little more than that now. Uh, so us being 24, 25, it's, that feels like young to me. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, are, you, are we sure? Like, <laughs> we have so much life ahead of us. Uh, <laughs> but, but we know what we're doing, you yeah. know? Um, we're not yeah. going in this blind. I, I know this guy over here pretty well. So mm. And, and the, the premarital counseling kind of... Uh, helps re- reinforce and emphasize that. Definitely. Like, it's, yeah. uh, I would equate it to getting a massage, okay? Ooh, I you, would like that better. Yes. We could do that after. Let's do that instead of doing this. <laughs> hey, no, we're trying I'm to kidding. talk up the I'm totally kidding. Counseling. Okay, no, no. It's like a massage in that 
You may not have any issues with your back going in. Maybe your back feels okay, mm. fine. You just don't notice it. But you go in. If you don't have problems, you feel so great at the end of it. And if you do, maybe it'll work on it. Maybe you'll feel better about it, you know? Mm. That, that's a really it, good metaphor. Can, <laughs> well uh, done. Up top. Up top. <laughs> Yeah. We're going to high-five about something every episode. Because we're awesome, and somebody <laughs> should high-five us, if not each other. Uh, yeah. I'm okay with that. Yeah. So, yeah, like a massage. I don't know how many people have done premarital counseling and then decided in the process, like, ooh, we should not get married. Like, yeah. This is a bad idea. But that's definitely something to address before you oh, get married. yeah. No, totally. <laughs> I think that there's probably not... The movies build this up to be a big thing, like walking down the aisle. Oh, my God, should I do it? Like, no, I'm going to run out the door. Um, People don't do that. Like, I've never been to a wedding where anyone's done that. I think it would be, like, kind of entertaining, honestly. But (laughs) mostly I want to go and eat the cake at the reception. It's way too awkward if the bride runs away and you Mm -hmm. can't do that. Um, But most of the time in the real world, when people decide to get married, they do it. Yeah. Um, But I would hope that premarital counseling if would show you hey you need to talk about some things and process some things yep. before you get married not like well our wedding's in two months so i'm gonna do it anyway and we can get divorced <laughs> in like six months if we want yeah. yeah uh the recurring theme of this entire show is going to be our cat jingling in the background and then the second sure. thing is going to be uh talk Talk. Just talk. Yeah. Just talk to your partner. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Just be a person and communicate what you're feeling. If you're feeling something negative, if you're feeling something is wrong, you don't have to be mean about it. Yeah. Like, you don't have to be confrontational about it. Mm-hmm. You don't have to say, I hate you because you never take out the trash. Mm-hmm. And, like, just take out the trash, you idiot. Mm-hmm. Why? Why are you like this? <laughs> you don't have to do Why? that. You know. <laughs> Like, if you've said it 40 times and you still have to do that, mm-hmm. there's some other issue there. It's not yeah. about the trash anymore. It's about something else. Well, it sounds like a lack of respect. Exactly. If someone really has to tell you 40 <laughs> times to do something. But, you know, it's very, it's it's so easy. Mm-hmm. It might not sound easy, but it's so easy to just speak what you're thinking. That's mm-hmm. the, if you take the seconds that it takes to just do that. Mm-hmm. I feel like the majority of issues that come up in a relationship will be so much better. Yeah. And it, like, it doesn't automatically fix everything, mm-hmm. but it allows you the chance to work through it together rather than to both take sides about something yeah. against each other. Yeah. And I mean, open communication is just extremely important. Um, no, it's not going to fix all things if you see things in completely different perspectives and can't compromise on that but it's so helpful like as we've been going through all these steps where we ended each one by saying you know we'll just talk about it like two like (laughs) civil adults um and i think that's something that our our generation or at least our culture doesn't do Mm -hmm. we have the internet so we, yeah. we can broadcast our thoughts to anyone, but right. it, it takes us a step back. It makes us a little more anonymous, a little less accountable for what we're saying. And it's also a filtered version of your yeah. actual thoughts and feelings. Oh, yeah, yeah, Because I'm not going to put on Facebook that, you know, say we were having a conversation about money and yeah. we got heated or stressed yeah. about it or something. I'm just going to be like, oh, we're getting married. Wonderful. <laughs> exactly. Nobody <laughs> wants to put the bad stuff on Facebook. <laughs> Come on. Um, but... Uh, 
but yeah, I, I think it, it's so hard for people in general, but maybe even more so for, for our generation to honestly, like, break down that barrier, talk to someone on a human-to-human level to increase that vulnerability and to actually, like, say what you feel and what mm-hmm. you think. Um, and like I say to uh, clients and to <laughs> Tyler as I learn about therapy, using I statements when you're having conversations is so important. So instead of saying, you know, you didn't take out the trash, you're a lazy slob, I hate you, say... <laughs> you know what, I get really stressed out when the trash fills up and I feel really um, used and taken advantage of when I do a greater proportion of house chores than you. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think that you could help me with this? That just immediately, like, I, like I'm like i up on the defensive when someone's like, you did this, you did this, because now mm-hmm. i got to prove to them that I didn't and that right. they're wrong. <laughs> and uh, marriage is a team where you're you're the players on on the one team not like opposing teams mm. yeah. sports reference so sports sports ball <laughs> we know about sports yeah um or we could turn into video games and oh, say it's that. a it's a co-op <sighs> are you proud of me Look, yeah oh, <laughs> uh, we've been playing a little more video games like i said i have yes. a week off um yep Tyler got Arkham Knight on mm-hmm. his Xbox One. We've been doing that. It's been fun. Um, it's really just him playing and me going, yeah, blow it up. Yeah, yeah. But that's like <laughs> video gaming that I like to do. Aww. So we've been having fun with I'm that. I'm so glad that you enjoy that. Yeah. Because I love play. Even if it's not a two-player game, I love sharing video games with other people. Yeah. Remember when you were younger? I don't know if you did this a whole lot. But when I was young, I went over to people's houses and we would just watch people play games. Mm. You know, like one of us would be playing. It was my ones. house and I watched my siblings. Yeah. There was two controllers and four people. Yeah. So I, I watched them because I was and like, I'm so not going to that's so much fight. fun. Yeah. You know, no, there's something very it. fun about that. I know all the cheats to the original Mario, <laughs> but I can't get past level two. Yeah. Um, I can, if you're doing it, I can tell you how mm-hmm. I can guide you along. But right. Yeah. Um, anyway, but that's that's another cool thing is that you don't always have to be super into each other's interests. Mm-hmm. But it's uh, it's this is something that we actually talked about in uh, the premarital counseling mm-hmm. is that uh, showing any amount of interest at all in the other person's hobbies or mm-hmm. you know things that they enjoy doing can go a really really long way to feeling uh connected and together like we'll so to use this video game example mm-hmm. i'll be playing the video game and which is normally a pretty solitary thing for me and mm-hmm. you know i really like games but when jess sits there with me watches it listens to the story mm-hmm. helps me cheers me on mm-hmm. tells me what i'm doing wrong mm-hmm. it's a fun thing it's an interactive thing she doesn't necessarily seek out video games to play by herself you know mm-hmm. I'm way more interested in gaming than she is. Mm -hmm. But because she takes the time to sit down and do it with me, I feel so connected to her. And it's validating. Like, I understand your life. I understand your interests. I care about you. I could be reading all the light we cannot see, which is kind of what I want (laughs) to do, but I'm I'm watching you uh, play this game and enjoying it with you. Um, We just have to find a thing that you really like that I can participate with you now. You know, you mentioned massages earlier. <laughs> yeah. I just really like getting massages. So I maybe that's a thing you can participate in. Them. Yes. Uh, <laughs> well, and kind of what we're getting into here is 
figuring out each other's love languages. Mm -hmm. And this is something we had heard about before. Uh, We had taken this quiz before. We had gotten different results. Um, But something that had been mentioned in our premarital counseling course, and they said, okay, take the quiz again. Um, Basically what the love languages are, they're developed by a man named Gary Chapman, Mm -hmm. um, who I believe comes from a religious secular or kind of like a seminary background but also has some sort of like counseling background too but he's written several books um and he developed these five love languages Mm -hmm. so these are things that there are many ways to express love Mm -hmm. but sometimes uh there's one particular way we're looking for our partner to say that they love us uh sometimes that could be them saying to you i love you Mm -hmm. or sometimes it's doing something else like giving you a small gift shows to you that they love you or and this can either be a conscious thing that you're actively mm-hmm. waiting for them to do this or expecting them to do this or you could like me i took the quiz i didn't even realize that receiving gifts apparently at the moment is my primary love language mm-hmm. i didn't know that so how could he communicate that to me exactly. that hey i don't feel loved unless i am receiving gifts in some sort mm-hmm. of way if he didn't even know it was something he needed Um, And that's the thing is that uh, we tend to talk to our partners in our love language, not in our partner's love language. Um, So the five love languages are words of affirmation, quality time, receiving gifts, acts of service, and physical touch. Um, In the past, mine had been words of affirmation. So saying, I'm proud of you. Uh, You look good today. It's things like that. I love you. That made me feel loved. but as I've become more busy as a graduate student, I now extremely value acts of service. If you do the dishes for me, just, yeah. oh, I feel so loved. And now this gives me a perfect tool to express my love for you <laughs> in a way that really resonates. Yes. And, like, I, I know that now. And so I can work on making that more of a priority. Yes. And, you know, hopefully that'll that'll. Make you feel good. Yeah, yeah. So understanding each other's love language, just understanding how we like to be loved, receive love, but also how to love our partner, and then understanding what actions or words most hurt our partner. Mm -hmm. So Tyler being receiving gifts, if I forget his birthday or an anniversary, that is going to be so much more crushing Mm -hmm. than if I don't hold his hand while we're out at the movies. Yeah. You know? Um, Or for him, uh, him ignoring my um request to do the dishes or um you know saying that he he'll do something and then doesn't do something around the house is going to hurt me a whole lot more Mm -hmm. than um i don't know than if i don't didn't give me a gift on our anniversary like yeah that that is not as important to me um so this this is it's fun to take this um it's a lot more helpful if you and your partner take it um because you know, maybe you know your love language and you know your partner's and you're doing all these things, but you don't feel, like, heard and validated. So then it's just a one-way thing, and that can just lead to more... More resentment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So so take it with your partner. Um, You can buy the book. Um, Mm -hmm. It's a good book. It's a really easy read. Um, It has a little bit of a Christian theme to it, so if that's not your religious background, maybe you don't want to read it. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also just take the quiz for free online. Mm-hmm. Uh, FiveLoveLanguages.com. Yep. Five as in the number five, not spelled out. Love languages. Five. Yep. Number five. Number five. Yep. FiveLoveLanguages.com. You can take it yourself. Um, there's also virgin, versions. Um, wow. There's also virgins. There's, there are. They exist. <laughs> Freudian slip. Um, there are versions online uh, for learning about the best way for your 
you as a parent to feel loved, how to communicate your love to your children too. So they're just, mm-hmm. it's useful in, in all relationships really, yeah. not just spousal relationships. Um, so that's been a fun thing that we've learned about each other and can mm-hmm. kind of uh, work towards um, kind of building up. Um, and for us, it's really important to emphasize building up our relationship, doing these things uh, ahead of time to make sure that we're in the clear, that we're doing as much as we can to um, build up our relationship in Mm -hmm. part because of uh, this research article that I found uh, a while Mm. back that I really liked. Research time. Research time with Jess. (laughs) Um, So this comes out of uh, the Journal of Experimental Social Psychology uh, two years ago, because we're now in 2016. Crazy. Ridiculous. Crazy. Um, Preposterous. Authors, I know, I know. <laughs> authors are Lee and Schwartz, and the article is talking about uh, the difference between viewing your relationship uh, as sort of a journey and a process and experience versus soulmates. Hmm. Because when you watch the movies, like, seeing someone as soulmates is the most romantic thing. Yeah. You don't want to see... A movie where they slowly date and you watch the relationship, you watch them get married and you watch their marriage and then they die. Like, that's boring. Right. <laughs> you want to see them fall in love. Yeah. You want to see And it was that, meant to be. The and the music time. swells yep. and, you know. You just realized that that was perfect. It was the yeah, perfect thing that yeah. could have happened. And because that's, that's way more exciting. Yeah. Um, and, and it sounds good. Like, it sounds so comforting that there's only one person in the world for you, and you found that person, and it's great. Um, but I don't, like, 100% buy that. Um, yeah, life ain't, life ain't like that. No, I mean, there's just way too many people. Like, what if my soulmate was, like, in Thailand right now, and I never met yeah. him, you know, because I don't go to Thailand. <laughs> um, that Ever. Would, that would be very sad. Frequently. Yeah. <laughs> I don't frequent Thailand too often. Um so, so as much as I want to say Tyler's my soulmate, mm-hmm. he's a perfect person for me. I don't think he's the only person for me. Yeah. I think I could be happy with other people. Yeah, we're we are we are not. I don't soulmates. want to be with other people. I will I will <laughs> take the stance and say Uh-oh. that you and I not soulmates because viewing each other as soulmates can be detrimental. Right. So this research article says um, that when times are good, viewing each other as soulmates is awesome. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I'm marrying my soulmate. Like, that sounds great. You know, it's just, it's beautiful. But um, but what, what about when times are bad, when we're arguing? And, and I think if I had in my brain that Tyler was my soulmate and I'm arguing with him, I'm thinking, what is wrong? Yeah. We shouldn't be arguing. I, we're soulmates. Like, I now have to be with this person? This is what this is going to be like yeah. forever? Like, destiny, like, decreed that I'm supposed to be yeah. feeling with the this universe person. wants me to feel like crap. Yeah. Constantly. And I'm, <laughs> and I'm stuck and I'm unhappy, but I have to be with this person. Um, so when times are bad, it's actually more detrimental to view your, you and your partner as being soulmates. Mm-hmm. Um, but the other frame of mind, this... Uh, kind of love is a journey when times are bad it's saying okay this is a bump in the road Mm -hmm. we have to figure out how to cross this uh, raging river without a bridge we have to figure out how to climb this mountain together Um, but when we overcome it we get to this beautiful valley and it's this journey together of we get through bad times we get to the good times again like we spend time building the house Mm -hmm. so that by the time it's done we know it's good we know it's something yes. that we've worked on together, and it's not going to fall. 
Yes. You know, one day, randomly. Rather than, I found this dream house. I'm not going to inspect it at all. <laughs> yeah. I don't. And we're meant to be in this house. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't need a contractor to look at any of this. The foundation will be fine because I say it is. Ted Mosby. <laughs> yeah. I don't. We say this. We don't own a house. We yeah, don't know anything ever. about houses. So we're, we're like on point with the metaphors today, though. I know. Is another high five in order? Uh, Yeah. Incoming. Woo. All right. We're weird. I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to lose our uh, yep. viewership Gone. episode two. <laughs> Done. It's going to be like uh, uh, the episode two of Star Wars where they're like, ooh, I don't know. Do we really want to keep going with this? Actually, I think episode one, everyone stopped. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Mm. But then episode seven came out and they're like, yeah, back again. What was that? I don't know. So tell me about this article more. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So basically, just your relationship satisfaction uh, is, it's higher relationship satisfaction is correlated with you and your partner, um, your relationship as a journey Mm -hmm. versus soulmates, Uh, in particular, when times are bad. Right. Um, The best way is if you and your partner are best friends. If you Mm -hmm. view your partner as your best friend, you're, you're going to be happier with that. Yeah. And I think that's kind of what we talked about with this premarital counseling is that we we are each other's best friends. We spent mm-hmm. a lot of time together. Yeah. We've been together a long time. We know a lot about each other. We really value our relationship. But it didn't just happen. Mm-hmm. I think that's the important thing to understand going into any long-term relationship is if like if you view this person as your soulmate, I feel like that takes a lot of the special rewarding part out of it because what you did to maintain your relationship and make it good like we started out as a long distance relationship really i mean well we started as friends yeah that Mm -hmm. then we dated for like a year in high school yep and uh then we were long distance for several years Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know all the way through your undergrad and college yeah yeah and then I said, hey, Tyler, I got into this grad school in Texas. Do you want to move to Texas? And he said, yeah. <laughs> now we're here. So we're here now. But it like it wasn't an easy thing to do at all. You know, it was a lot of a lot of active effort to maintain the quality of the relationship that we mm-hmm. wanted. A lot of managing expectations on both parts. Mm-hmm. So I feel like if we just said over the top of that, if we just said, uh, no, we're soulmates. It's meant to happen. So this is just what it is. That takes away so much of the the reward out of it, you know? The conscious effort and what we're doing. Right. Like, I wouldn't necessarily say marriage is work. I think you have to work on it. Yeah. But it's, it's like your You don't job. have to be miserable about it. Yeah. you Like, your job, you can find it really rewarding. Yeah. If you're uh, a teacher, for example, and you love teaching, you love being around students, like, yeah, you get paid for it. It's a job. But mm. it, it you love what you do. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, we actually are going to put effort into our marriage <laughs> to keep it being good. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> we hope so. Um, so as far as uh, that's that's been our process as far as prepping for marriage, mm-hmm. uh, prepping for wedding stuff, um, this week we were kind of thinking about, okay, what do we want to talk about? Uh, what's a big theme for like marriage or for for wedding planning Mm -hmm. and one thing that we wanted to talk about was uh the idea of sweating for the wedding yeah uh so basically (laughs) before proposal 
you really like each other. You propose and you say, I want to marry this person. I want to love you for the rest of my life. Next day, it's, I need to get in shape and I need to look good because everyone's going to be staring at me <laughs> and this person won't love me unless I look a certain way. Yeah, if I don't look way better than I look right now, this this wedding's gonna, this marriage is going to fail. It's so funny because the whole idea is I love you unconditionally. Yeah. And that's a lot of times in vows is like, mm-hmm. oh, I promise to love you through everything. But then the whole prepping for the wedding is I need to look good. I need yeah. to fit in my dress. Not buy a dress that fits me. I need to fit <laughs> into my dress. That's such a bizarre thing for me. It's Yeah. And um, we were talking about it and because I felt that it was a very gender specific thing. I mm-hmm. felt that it was very specific on women because when I look up checklist for marriage it says you need to start your um wedding workout routine now you need to make sure you fit in the dress you need to do multiple alterations to make sure the dress fits exactly Mm -hmm. you got to get your beauty routine so get facials you gotta (laughs) you got to think about how your hair and your makeup are gonna look ahead of time and it's all like very specific yeah um but tyler told me that it's not just for the women Mm -hmm. um and of course i'm being very heterosexist and saying that just men and women are getting married because (laughs) lucky us we live in a time where marriage equality exists and i love Mm. that we're getting married after marriage equality is a thing in the u.s Mm. it's awesome um but tyler gave me the man's perspective on this and it's not just a women thing right uh it's very much on the guys and too not so much about i think the the focus in marriage typically over everything else is always the wedding dress. Mm. So that is that's what makes the whole sweating for the wedding quote mm-hmm. thing uh the most prevalent for women just because the main focus of the wedding is almost always the wedding dress. Mm-hmm. And the bride specifically. Let's all <clears throat> right. stand and look at the bride when she walks down the aisle, exactly. you know. You know the groom just kind of wears something. Yeah, and it could be just a suit that you right. like wear to like your funeral. Yeah, I mean, hopefully, it maybe it'll be a little more special, but yeah, but it does exist on the guys' end too. Um, it's like the first thoughts that I had when we got engaged—not the first thoughts, but like you know, the, hopefully there was some good stuff there too. Besides <laughs> just typical engagement stuff, like we went on a, a fun trip that was really cool. But yeah. Um, after that, when I started thinking about actually wedding planning things, uh, I was like, I gotta lose so much weight. Like, I don't wanna look, I'm gonna be preserved forever in memory. In, in photographs. In photographs and in video, and this is like a day of my life that I'm gonna want to remember forever. And I have to look and feel so much better than I do right now. Mm-hmm. So I gotta, I gotta start now. Mm-hmm. I, gotta, I gotta be better, mm-hmm. you know? Um, it's a different sort of pressure, though. It's not uh, for guys. I feel like it's not. Uh, I have to fit in the smallest thing possible. <laughs> it's just I have to have a six pack. <laughs> but we won't even we're... see that at the wedding. Don't need to. Okay, but you know everybody it's will know if I know it's there. It'll come through my face. Everybody <laughs> the will see it. Of the six pack. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that's just not practical for so many people, you know? No. The majority of people will never have a six-pack. And that's okay. Like, you can yeah. be healthy and not have exactly. a six-pack. And that's the thing is that a lot of the research that I do has to do with um, women's body image. And so women have this pressure to be thin. Mm-hmm. That's like a big societal thing. Uh, but men also have this huge pressure to be muscular Yeah. Um, that I didn't really know about until I started doing more research. Um 
so yeah, I, I get that that mm-hmm. need to have a six pack. Um, and it'd be great. I'm not saying like it's a bad yeah. goal to have, but it's not, it's not realistic for a lot of Definitely. people. Um, also, the thing that bothers me is the focus is on, I need to look good for the wedding. Not like I want to have a healthy lifestyle for my marriage. <laughs> yeah, not, not I want to live a healthy life. Yeah. It's that I have to look fantastic at the wedding. Like I want to look hot. Yeah. You know, um, and I think that's good. You should like feel good about the way you look, yeah. but but the focus is just on the one day rather than like I should just have a healthy lifestyle so that I live a good, long, healthy life, mm-hmm. or I want to build up healthy habits so that I can teach my kids healthy habits. Um, yeah, it, it's the focus all in the one day. Um, I think the the idea of the the fitting in the wedding dress thing blows my mind because. When I bought my wedding dress, they sized me up, um, and then they told me, okay, um, based on the sizes that we give, um, you're, I'll, I'll just tell you because I'm whatever, um, you're a size 8. And that's way bigger than my clothing size, but they're like, oh, wedding dresses run high, which I don't know why you want to make people cry by telling them they're like yeah. four sizes bigger than Remind them, me to come back to sizing in yeah, a minute. Yeah, <laughs> women's sizing is yeah. weird, I know. Um, so, so they say, okay, uh, you're size 8. Do you want to order that? And I'm like... You, you just measured me and you said that's my size. Yes, I want to order that size. Like, it seemed obvious to me. But then I realized that the focus is on that number, that people hearing that number, regardless of that it's not the same number as your street clothes, um, are like, oh, no, I want to be a specific number in my wedding dress. Not like, okay, yeah, I'd like to go to the gym and be live a healthy lifestyle in general and also look good at my wedding, but, like, no, I'm going to buy a size four and I'm going to do whatever I can to fit in that. That's crazy. Um, So I'm like, no, I'm going to buy the dress that fits me. Um, And I'm kind of hoping to like, you know, do, do, do some trimming and some toning. But if that doesn't happen, like hopefully Tyler promised to marry me a year ago when I looked the way I did. So I'm hoping that come May, he'll still want to do that. Right. Um, Actually, now it's been officially a year since we It has. Uh, a year and two days. Yeah. So that's why I said a year. Because I was like, yeah. oh, I just had our <laughs> engagement anniversary. Um, you were going to talk about sizing. Yeah, sizing. Clothing sizes between men and women. I don't I don't understand. I, is it like guys' clothing sizes, there's some variation between brands and stuff. But mm-hmm. for the most part, like... If you wear a large in one size, in one uh, brand or maker mm-hmm. or whatever, mm-hmm. you're going to wear a large. That's everywhere. Would be convenient if it was like that for women. Why is it not like that for women? Is it deliberately to confuse you? Is I, it to make you feel worse? <laughs> Probably, but I think the real purpose is to make sure you try it on the clothes, and when you try on the clothes, you're more likely to buy the clothes. If we're talking from like a psychology perspective, that's my I, theory. That makes more sense than whatever I could yeah. have thought of. No, but women's sizes are weird because you get like one number, like size eight, you know? Yeah. Uh, which makes no sense, but yeah. I know what that means. Whereas men, you have to remember two numbers, and like that makes make more sense because it's like a length and a width, you know? Well, so, yeah, for like pants and stuff. Yeah, but and I like for I suits. never remember that. It's like too many numbers. Is it? I, I don't know your it's, pants size. Well, Even when we go shopping, you have to tell me every time. Well, because like, oh. like you remember the one measurement, the one time, mm-hmm. and you can wear anything everywhere because it's it's the exact measurement you need. You Which know, sounds great, but yeah. Yeah, there's no equivalent in, in women's fashion. Terrible. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and my 
yeah, my size can be different based on the store. Like, you know, maybe I could be, oh, like a Old Navy. I can be like a size two. I think I've even worn size zero there. Do you think? But if I go into like Abercrombie and Fitch, I'm probably like a size ten. Now that I'm thinking <laughs> about it, is it because women don't want to be told how large they are? No. Yeah. Is it because they don't want to hear I wear a large and that's well, we what I wear closes. all the time? We have like small, medium, and large. But then there'll but be they stories. They vary wildly. They do, they do. Then there will be stores that change it up so that like you're not a large until you're like, I don't know, a size two. Yeah, because then something. don't you guys have like extra extra smalls or something like that? It yeah, it depends on the store. I yeah, I've seen extra extra small and extra small. It because that sounds way better than just like medium, yeah. <laughs> Which is anyway. Um, yeah, that's for, awful. That hate it. Just to make life <clears throat> well, more confusing. Anyway, uh, I have as a New Year and a wedding thing, like it or not. Um, I have started wanting to make some changes, do yeah. some things. Um, for one thing, when we came back from our uh, Christmas trip. Um, basically, we had no food in the house, so it was a good opportunity to do something I have wanted to do for a while, which was uh, start transitioning into eating vegan. Mm-hmm. Which sounded really scary to me, because um, in my family, chicken's kind of a vegetable, so uh, <laughs> we, we really value meat. Um, yeah. No, honestly, my, my family grew up Catholic, and I remember uh, my, my grandma would like eat chicken on Fridays like during Lent, and we're like, know that you can have fish but chicken is still meat um so in any event um i think it's my grandma i'm gonna feel really bad if i'm forgetting the wrong person but us johnstons we like to craft our own stories that sound funnier than like yeah. what really happened so i think my family would forgive me if i was off yeah um but yeah so vegan diet kind of scared mm-hmm. me uh but the food we're making is really good it is, and it's giving us an opportunity to, like, I'm looking at it as a an opportunity to try new things, one of them just being cooking at all. Mm-hmm. So, and Always the fact good. that we're cooking things that are what I have felt like are healthier than the things we normally eat, mm-hmm. uh, it just feels great. Mm-hmm. It's a fun experience for everybody. Yeah, I mean, we're saving money. We're not eating as much fast food kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, we're cooking together, which is mm-hmm. fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and like twice this week, we've made uh, stir fry with tempeh, mm-hmm. um, which I don't know what's in tempeh, but it's tempeh good. is uh, like soy. Forgive me if I'm wrong, but I think it's soybeans and rice. Okay, okay, it does have that kind of. Like, but the texture. texture is I mean it's so it's so easy to re- replace chicken with it, mm-hmm. like it or to place. Yeah, to to replace chicken with tempeh. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Um, that. (laughs) Because it, I don't know, it's just, it, uh, we tried, um, we tried seitan, and I, like I, uh, seitan, I think it is seitan. Not Satan. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Which is supposed to be, it's it's made out of wheat, and it, uh, like, it's, it has a very, very much like a beef texture, Um, but I... I think I just completely messed up the recipe. It was a very fancy recipe, so I think I may have been reaching a little bit too high with that. Uh, But, yeah, just trying new things. Um, I want to start running. I feel like running has the lowest barrier of entry to like in terms of exercise things yeah. you don't need a gym membership you don't need any kind of fancy equipment uh, mm-hmm. you just have to go outside yep <laughs> go outside and move <laughs> and do it uh, yeah. yeah and I 
just been wanting to kind of live healthier, be more active, eat home at more, eat home more, at mm-hmm. home more. Um, and I'm trying to uh, get involved more with the rec center at school and do more yoga classes, which is something I've really missed. And something I used to do a lot in my undergrad, but I haven't in the past few years, is rock climbing. I love rock climbing. Yep. It's a great way to get a really good workout without realizing that you're doing that because <laughs> it's just fun. Yeah. Um, and I'm fortunate enough to have a rock gym in our uh, student rec center yeah. uh, that we can just use, which is really cool. I have not been taking advantage of that for the past three years, which is a shame. Because uh, as a grad student, you can opt out of those sneaky little fees. So I just said, I'm not going to pay for a gym that I'm not going to go to. But <laughs> now should, I'm going to actually try and go. We should go look to into it. how much it is for like a spouse membership for that. They got, they got though. <laughs> That's the thing. Um, so yeah, because that'd be fun. I like. I won't really go to a gym. That's not fun for me. But a place that has like an indoor pool mm-hmm. and a track. Ooh, our rec like center that. has a um, outdoor, like, lazy river, like, yeah. slide kind of. Dude, really I'm cool. all over that. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I'm not big on, like, lifting weights. I just don't yeah, really know what to do it. with that. I can run. Do they have, uh, like, racquetball courts? Probably. That's See, a thing. I like racquetball. That's yeah. a good, fun activity we could do together. I, I don't know how to play racquetball. I just, yeah. like, do it because it makes that feel really loud, like, whack, whack, whack. <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah, you know. I don't, I have no idea how, like, scores are kept or mm. I, we can learn. I assume people, like, actually play it. They don't just go in there, like, whack it around. But Normally. That's all I remember is, like, going to the gym with my brothers and just, like, whacking the ball around and just <laughs> thinking it was awesome because it made a loud And sound. that's fun. And that was it. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, well, now we'd like to, um, as kind of our last thing, uh, do the thing that we've been excited about for a whole week. Yay! Um, which is have our uh, kind of guest stars come speak about mm. their rela- their relationship, their experience of marriage. Um, and I'm going to have my friends, uh, Kat and Nick, come talk to you mm-hmm. um, and tell you about uh, how their marriage has been. And we will transition seamlessly to that now. All right. Okay. And we're back <laughs> to, uh, we have Nick and Kat here. Uh, do y'all want to tell us a bit about, like, I know you. Kat was my college yeah. roommate, so that's how I know her, and, and Nick is her lovely husband, and I don't know him. But do y'all want to tell the the, the audience here uh, how long y'all been together, how long you've been married, other cool things about you and stuff? Go ahead, Catherine. Um, we have been married since July of last year, so it's been almost a half a year. Woo-hoo. And, yeah, yeah <laughs> so that's... Uh, I guess somewhat of a landmark, but... Six months of bliss. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, and... Well, oh. Uh, well, we've been dating... dating. We've been dating for... Since 2012. Yeah. Since so. October 2012. Yep. So since... Uh, for three years before getting uh-huh. married. Uh-huh. And you are a med Fun. student... Yes. Yes, and I am a <laughs> right. Not you, med. You students. are right. I am. I am. I guess getting us the monies while she is spending, spending all, all the monies of the, <laughs> the monopoly dollars, as she says. Yeah. Yeah. Money is just all monopoly money to me. I guess that's a fun fact. Is I don't actually view adult responsibility as a thing. I view it all as the game of monopoly, where I'm just spending colorful <laughs> monies. And, and I'm over here like, yeah, I'll go to work. And I'll get that <laughs> Monopoly money. 
I go to work too. Well, I'm just paying to do it. That's true. That's true. <laughs> it's like as you get older, you re- the more you realize your parents just faked their way through the entire thing. Yeah, and it's like they man, had to have, you know. <laughs> what I'd kill for twenty bucks to go to the movies now, but instead I'd buy groceries <laughs> or something. We're yeah. thinking of all uh, the times I or spent. like as a kid, you're like, oh, I could go to the movies. That's not a big deal. And I'm like, how many hours do I have to work to be allowed to go to the movies? Yeah. Or it's like, how many times oh, I spent money at like the arcade, and I'm like, man, I spent so much money at the arcade. If I just saved it, I just kept it. <laughs> I probably would have a good amount of money right now. Oh, adulthood. Yep. Yep. So y'all are doing the adulting thing, and that's mm-hmm. good. We're trying that out. Uh, but we we have you on here to to ask you some questions about your your marriage, what you've learned in your amazing six months and also three years of dating um, that you can bestow on us and other listeners. Um, so I guess uh, for the first question, uh, Nick and Kat, how did you know that y'all like yes we want to marry each other this is a thing like we're in it to win it we're definitely like we want to be with each other <laughs> uh by the way nick just indicated just pointed yes. at Catherine. <laughs> like i'm giving you this one i'm not supposed to tell them good <laughs> luck <laughs> no that's the thing we have to make all the non-verbals verbal <laughs> yeah. um well so it's kind of funny but like the first thing that stuck out in my mind when you just said that was like um, we signed a lease to move in together. You remember how it was like crazy yes. and it was probably really stupid. And at the time, it was <laughs> not like, stupid because yeah, you're still together. To describe our relationship. Yeah. No, it turned out well, obviously. <laughs> but like for a lot of people, that's pretty irrational to sign a lease at three months. But we yeah. moved in together at like eight months of dating, and. We wanted to live together because if he was going to move with me to wherever I would be going to med school, we wanted to have already lived together and know that it was something that we wanted to pursue because it didn't make sense for like our lives to be kind of uprooted and then it not work out during med school. Yeah, that makes sense. For sure. So we kind of like, yeah, let's live together next year and then... We just learned how then to. Then you realized I was the one yeah. as you were living with me? Well, I mean, it just. Because, you know, we, we love each other and it was working out, and it, you know, like life just kind of takes you along. And when you know you found the person, you just want to make it work. And so we've made it work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. say there yeah. was no defining moment that was like, man. Yeah. I'm going to marry this girl. Other than the fact when I dropped onto a knee in the middle of a, uh, proposing, I'm like, oh man, I am really going to marry this person. So, yeah. um, Do you feel, this is not a, a question that we had talked about, but do you feel like uh, living together better prepared, like before you were married, better prepared you for marriage? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> like, people who just jump into it, is, that's just crazy. That's I can't just imagine just yeah. going from a, you yeah. know, seeing someone casually and then marrying them and then being like gung-ho and then you're stuck like like not to say like you're stuck in <laughs> but like yeah that's just that's a lot or people who don't you know like i think it's just a lot of change at once even if it's good change yes. or mediocre change just the way that things <laughs> stress good stress and bad stress kind of have the same effect on on your brain and and that's just mm-hmm. a lot at once and Taking things Thank internally you, has been really <laughs> helpful for us. And 
I personally am like very type A personality for those of you that kind of commiserate with that. So, and I'm totally type B. <laughs> Whatever. That is. We're very like our relationships B. model very like similarly. Yes. Like. Yes. We're we're kind of the same couple. I posted a picture of them when they first started dating on my Facebook page, mm-hmm. and my family members commented, "Oh, that's such a cute picture, you and Tyler." I'm like, "This is not us at all." Cat is like. Eight inches taller than me. There's no way this is the same person. At least. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, you just, you learn a lot from living together. And I think one of the most important things that we got from it is I can make it through the small stuff. And he definitely can come up to the plate for the big stuff. And mm-hmm. uh, it. What, what big stuff of? You, like, do so much for me, and I appreciate it. Like, you go shopping, and you will... The big do... stuff people go and yeah, shopping. Yeah, that's big stuff when I don't want <laughs> to tell You buy food. She yeah. needs oh, food. It's an hour out of your day that he's true. taking that I don't that have to take, true. and I can study. <laughs> I have not had to stop a bullet, though, or anything like that. No big stuff like that. I mean, that, we'll so. see. Who knows? Whoa, we'll we'll <laughs> see what happens, you know? That's that's like a seventh month of date okay. of being married yeah, kind of thing. Months. Y'all yeah. haven't encountered that quite yet. To be yeah. determined. <laughs> uh, well, jumping ahead a little bit, um, what was in in the actual wedding planning process? What did you feel like was most rewarding, or like that you felt the best about? It was actually like fun and enjoyable. Well, I was I I actually had said uh, that during the process I really didn't do much. The only part that I was really that you know like that I had planning and did a lot of stuff. Well, I was uh, the engagement ring and I really enjoyed that. Um, but like during yeah. the process of the wedding itself is like I would be, you know, I learned that you're supposed to say yes at all things if there's a question mm-hmm. presented and this is helpful tint. Um, and don't say I don't like that. If there is a question brought up, and uh, just uh, you'll get, you'll go, you'll, it'll go great. But uh, I didn't really have much. But stuff. he didn't do that. That's why. That. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, of course, yeah. Hindsight is twenty twenty. The best laid plans. I'm not speaking. I'm not saying that I did that, but that's a good way to go about that. Do as you I should. say, not as I do. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, I would say I I really enjoyed like. Getting to go dress shopping with with you guys, well, not yeah. you, Tyler, but you, Jess, and Kayla. Yeah, you weren't invited. <laughs> and my mom. It was just like, it was a very um, eye opening experience. So yes, I'm actually going to be a bride. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. It like felt tangible and real there because you could actually <laughs> touch it. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I didn't cry when you put on your dress. I did cry when you said you were engaged because I was really happy for y'all. Um, but yeah, dress shopping was so fun, and your dress is so pretty. So that was that was a good moment for me too. Yeah, and I can only imagine for um, a lady who likes to go clothing shopping because not all women do. But uh, adding a alcohol, you know, like let's drink while we're looking at dresses. That sounds like it'll make the experience ah. that much better. You know, like of course. There you go. Mm-hmm. We didn't drink. Oh, you did it? No. Oh. They brought the alcohol when they went dress shopping it for mine. Because I, <laughs> like we're in the parking lot of David's bridal and they have their own champagne and they're like, let's do this. Yeah, exactly. Every movie that I've seen where it's like, oh, we're going dress shopping for the bride. And then well, yeah, has... we did that for Jess. Like me and Peg brought like a bottle of <laughs> Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. 
But you did it. Tyler's yeah. mom was there, and he's and she's probably like, "What?" But my mom's like, "Yeah, <laughs> oh yeah." We didn't know we were trying to impress uh, your mom. We were like, "We knew <laughs> that Carol would be down." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, so, yes. But what about like kind of the least enjoyable part of the wedding planning? Because it's it's a stressful thing. Mm-hmm. What's something that? felt like an obligation I, that you didn't I enjoy. thought the least part was when we would get into arguments um, about yeah. little things you know it was like like the, stuff that didn't matter the colors and things and sort of like I mean I like it was like between two blues and like I preferred one blue over another but the blue that we ended up going with matched our uh, wedding more and I mm-hmm. was like well I prefer this color more and it, you know, in in retrospect, really didn't. I don't really care what color, you know, was mm-hmm. there. But it, we get you know, an mm-hmm. argument over that is just you know silly. But and like in the beginning, yeah. we were we argued a little bit about how many people to invite, and it ended up that we a lot less people showed up than we either of us had either even anticipated so it was like why did we even waste time arguing about whether we wanted to invite 150 or 120 when 80 people came yeah it's, it's like, like stupid yeah. <laughs> it seems like during a wedding you don't expect to be having to argue or anything like that but it definitely happens i would feel like i would say a lot of wedding planning it's a very stressful time and it's very um yeah. just Lots of things to figure out, and if you don't agree, you know, if someone has a particular thought of how they, like, you know, they've been thinking about this wedding for their whole entire life, and it's, um, and, you know, maybe the other partner hasn't been thinking about their wedding the whole entire life, so you got to be really thinking and conscious of um, of that, and it, it, it was definitely not the, the, the funnest time of, <laughs> of the wedding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So how do you all kind of manage... Those kinds of arguments and just other kinds of conflicts in general. Well, we like if you had to, if you had to present tactics. What? We had a little Skype moment. Yeah, there we go. Okay. We're better yeah. now. Okay. Okay. So he was just saying that they were having a difficulty, but oh. so yeah. Um, well, we both have different tactics to get through any argument. So. When there's actually stakes on it, it makes it, I don't know, harder, but I think that we ultimately were just like, we want the same thing, and what's the point of arguing, and my thing is, like, I just want to drop it and forget about it and just be fine, and he wants to talk through it, which you wouldn't think that, (laughs) I don't think, from our personalities, but... Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's kind of our way. Well, gender-wise, you wouldn't think that's how it'd be either. Yeah. There's the stereotype of the girl who, like, you sit up all night and we talk about this. Yeah, and that's how Nick is. Nick wants to get to the bottom of it. And I was like, I want to forget that this argument happened. Can we just, like, stop Yeah, talking? well, I mean, I've just heard, like, just words of wisdom from other couples and other people who've been married for 25 years is, you know, don't go to bed angry. and Don't just push it mm-hmm. off. Don't just say forget about it because it's still there it's not like it goes away you know you're just going to be stewing on it for a longer time it's like if you finish Mm -hmm. and resolve it that night of the argument and then you don't have to do two days of you know uh, just stewing or or thinking about it why not get it done and over with and and that's that's my philosophy with the conflict of dealing with it but i think ultimately for the wedding stuff though in particular we Ended up just compromising on most of the things that we didn't agree yeah, on. Yeah, just me nodding along. Yeah. And, 
No, that's not even true. You freaking <laughs> held your own. On some things I did, but a lot, but some of the other things I did say, okay, you know, I I can see where you would like this more and stuff. So on certain things I did, I would say. Yeah. But Just recognizing what's a priority for the other yeah. person. Like you don't always have to win. Yeah. Yeah. Um, definitely. Definitely. Um, so we kind of talked about the wedding a bit. We kind of. You know, I went to your wedding. It was beautiful. And I know about that. Um, but as far as, like, marriage has gone, um, like, y'all were together for a while before you got together. You lived together for a long time. Um, were there any surprises or any changes that you noticed about marriage? No. No, there's no... no. Cat, cat shakes her head. She's like, no. No changes. I mean, de- definitely eventful things have happened within the past month of our relationship, but... I don't know if that's safe to talk about. <laughs> well, y'all are moving in a few months. glaring at me at the moment, so <laughs> all of our audience to, to know. But we've just, we've gotten comfortable, uh, not comfortable, I would say, but, you know, doing... We've, we've been comfortable with yeah, each other. And that's true. So, I mean, there hasn't been a whole lot of change. It's just no. like, we both changed our name. Now it's long as hell. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. That's she, a cool I mean, thing about y'all is that but yeah. like, in you work, both have... In my work, I have to, you know, when I'm signing papers or having to put my name on something, when I'm sending out, like, emails and things like that, <laughs> it's a pain in the ass. We have a 16-letter <laughs> last name. Like, it's... it. Catherine hasn't had to really deal with it. Like, she's had to fill out forms and things, but she... Deal with it. I had to yeah. change it with the school, too. You only had to deal with the damn government. Yeah, but then I have to do it every day of my life. <laughs> yeah, and people are going to try and call me Dr. Shimodi Stevenson. I'm going to be like, call me Dr. Cat, or I'll shank you. The point of it is, I'm saying... <laughs> so, so what you're saying is... Jessica shouldn't hyphenate her name. Hey, 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 uh, hey, 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 hey. No, Tyler really no, wants me to take his I last name, think, and I... I think yeah. that it actually is a good thing. I like that it's unified. I yeah. like I like it. It's, it would be... It's completely reasonable when someone has a shorter last name, like you with York. Like, but... She has Shimodi, which I mean, I guess is not long. It's not that long in letters, but it's long in syllables. So we have two names that are long in syllables. Yeah, Stevenson. Yes. So it, 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 it's a good thing. It's good for quality. But if you're having to write your name a lot and having to do things like that, it's, it's, a pain, it's it can be a pain in the butt at times. But I do mm-hmm. definitely don't regret changing our last name. Yeah, mm-hmm. no. And I don't. Yeah, because then I get to bring it up. Like, I'm like, oh, Shimodi Stevenson, that's a really long name. Yeah, my wife wanted to keep her Hungarian heritage, and I didn't want to, you know, infringe on that or anything. So why not? So that's what we... I don't know. No other really changes, though, I don't think. Mm-hmm. No. I think that if people didn't live together before they got married, they would experience more Yeah, change. a big shock. Yeah. 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 Big yeah. Shock. You guys probably will be like, mm, paperwork done. And then, you know. That's the yeah. of your no, change. Nothing it, changes, it's, it's really. Funny. The name the name is the thing that changes. That's it. That's it. it, it yeah. Everyone always, yeah, like everyone asks us that question. It's like, no, nah, not much change, like really at all. Yes, now my mm-hmm. other ring just like spins in the other direction. I have to fix it sometimes. That's the only change. Yeah, and come yeah, tax yeah, and time. I already wear a ring, so. Yep. <laughs> Your man it's a man engagement ring. Yep. So. You won't have to go through any changes. Your hand will already be ready for the heavy lifting. and I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure taxes this year will be a pain. Oh, yeah, we'll have to do taxes soon. But no, it'll be easier because now mm-hmm. instead of both of us having to do it, it'll just be one. Yeah, but who knows? Yeah, I don't know. Who knows? 
and I still fall. <laughs> it's different, and I don't like it. <laughs> Speaking no, of adulting, like that's just way too much. I qualify for having my taxes done for free because I'm a student, and so oh. last year we did that, and it was really helpful. So I don't think that'll be. We had to go to like a really shady high school. We went it. across the street. <laughs> hey, they don't need to know where <laughs> we live. We live in a shady part of the neighbor of the neighborhood. That's. Uh, I had a lot of friends that went to Godby. So. And what? it's a, maybe a little shady. I have, I have an aunt who works there, and that's it's awesome. A ton, but yeah, it's it's a ton it. shadier now. I'm sure than when yeah. you guys went there. I mean, it's not Rickards. Yeah, no, Rickard. Apparently, Godby's worse than Rickards. Oh. oh, oh, that's surprising. <laughs> like on on camp on their camp, like no, we don't need to really talk about it. I guess we can talk about this on another <laughs> yeah, time. Personal we, life, yeah, personal yeah. time. <laughs> well, did you have any other questions we wanted to ask? That that's pretty much it. I got a little little peeky peek yeah. at your life, so that was good. Got to know some things. Um, I think our our listeners learned some things. Mostly just. Talk to each other, mm-hmm. you know. Marriage is a piece of paper, but y'all <laughs> have built this great relationship, and that was the important thing that carried over. Yeah, don't go to bed angry. That's a that's a good thing. That's always like the the best advice mm-hmm. I can tell anyone in a marriage is having to talk out whatever you're dealing with, even if it seems like a horrible thing to do. But it and you don't want to do it then. It's better to do it then, and then have to not wait for like two days to figure. You know, until. But also respect when your partner needs space and doesn't yeah. want to. Well, talk yeah, that's the thing. Like, it's not that I'd be going to bed angry. It's just that I don't want to talk about it or think about it anymore because it's like I'd rather just be fine. <laughs> but with no closing agreement or argument or anything, it's just okay. I'm done. I'm done with this. I'm gonna go. That that's a, always a good way to end an argument <laughs> is to just get naked and then and then the arguing just stops. There you go. Thank you for the tip. I'll try it next time. Yeah, just, <laughs> just flash, flash yeah, That was our advice for you. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm taking off my clothes. Why? I was told this was a great way to go about winning an argument. <laughs> Which that I works on how you met your mother. Be. Just put a oh. pause and then open it again in the future. Yeah. Or never. Or never. <laughs> yeah, just. We're, we're going to not encourage putting it under the rug. Yeah. That's not Put a, good a pin thing. on it, leave it up on the board for life. Just, no, just, <laughs> just kidding. Don't do that. No. But we have learned some actual good marriage yes. advice. So thank you for thank that. Thank you guys very much for being our first guests. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. We loved it. It was fun. We love you. <laughs> You're fun. Yeah, y'all are the best. Double thumbs up hey. and a big smile. Woot <laughs> <laughs> Okay, and that's today's show. Um, we would like to remind you that you can write in your questions, suggestions, just general feedback, uh, anything like that, to us at previouslyengagedshow, all one word, at gmail.com. Uh, if you like what you heard, you could be the next married couple to speak you on You could be. If you if, ha- Look, even if you're not married, even if you're just in a relationship at all, even if you just have a question about a relationship yeah, thing. We'd love to have you on here. We would love it. If you First, if you have learned important things about... Oh, that was so cute. <laughs> Sorry. This is the cat episode. <laughs> if you've learned good things about your relationship and want to share it with us, give us some advice, that'd be great. If you've been uh, through a divorce mm-hmm. or through a really bad breakup and you learned some things, 
that's good to know too. We're happy to hear I'll that. I'll apply. Yeah. Um, but if you if you don't like hearing your voice um, and you don't want to actually talk in here, you can just email us. That's fine. Either way, we are we are so new to this but that we're, we're so up for receptive. Very receptive. Just ready for we're it. We're very welcoming. We're hospitable. We're nice. You we don't can bite. sleep on our couch. If you want. If you want. <laughs> it's a love seat, so there's not much room. If you're short, you'll be real comfortable. Well, in any event, uh, thank you for listening to our second episode. Um, if you don't really know about us or you're finding us through some strange means that, and you'd like to hear more, uh, you can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, or just your podcast app of choice. Uh, yeah. Until next time, I'm Tyler. I'm Jessica. We'll, we'll see, see you at, at the reception. reception.